Hey, you're up. Pepper Play Action presents. Welcome to another episode of Attack of the Minisodes. This is episode 13, I think. So, got a couple of these just in the pipeline, I guess. But, how's it going, guys? Nice to see you. It's just me this time. No extras on this one. But, we're just going to run through the news. Because, I mean, a lot of us have had a busy week this week. So, we're just going to do this one like this. So, first up, I mean, I guess might as well ask you all, even though you can't respond, how many of you guys seen that new Stranger Things episode? The newest one's actually released. I got to see it. It was pretty good. I'm really feeling it. I can't believe they ended it the way they did. Oh, season five's going to be great. But for those who haven't watched it, by all means, go check it out as soon as you can. It's too good. That being said, we wasn't already on board with Stranger Things. I mean, it's all right. You just have trash taste, but it's cool. <laughs> But don't worry about it. It's all good. Um, definitely check it out if you have never checked out a single episode. I mean, it's just fun. Obviously, there's some missed opportunities, but there's no point in dwelling on the past. Not when they're doing such a good job actually, you know, going with the route that they decided to go with. So, you know, be like that. But besides that, we have another thing. So, this is kind of important and near and dear to my heart. But uh, the Metroid Prime games, you know, those really lost gems that people just kind of can't find nowadays because you're locked on systems that are, you know, either dead or don't really have much. I mean, I know the trilogy is locked on the Wii, and that's probably one of the most expensive discs to actually exist. They have like a trilogy collection that's just, ugh, like price-wise. Apparently, you miss out on a lot of really cool things. But either way, apparently that they're coming to Switch, which means uh, I finally get to play all of these. Love Metroid, never had the chance to play these growing up though. Can't wait to play all three. Um, I think I managed to mess around with Corruption once when I was like in elementary school. Someone brought their DS and I managed to get a chance to play. That being said, uh, I will mention this. If you hear a storm in the background, it's because I'm in the middle of, uh, I'm pretty sure it's a rain or thunderstorm one of the two but i'll probably you won't hear it in post but just in case it gets through because you never know lightning can be loud and you know you can't edit that out <laughs> not nearly but besides metroid one of my favorite games getting these beloved games that probably should have been re-released a couple times now uh finally getting onto switch especially with them working on metro prime 4 Nothing but love on this one. Nothing but love. Um, also, as we continue, a couple different ones on here. Let me scroll down. We have a really cool game by the name of Code uh, Yu. Um, it looks actually looks very much in the same vein as uh, what was it? The Wukong game that we saw. Black, uh, not Black Wukong. 
uh, I can't remember what it was called, but I think everybody knows what we're talking about. It's the Journey to the West game that everybody was going crazy over. It looked really good. It was a Dark Souls-like a little bit, but you were playing the story of Wukong himself. I don't want the trailer to literally play in the background. That's how we get copyrighted strike, or at least I think. As far as I'm concerned, it's just for the safety of, you know, the entire thing. Either way, uh, this one looking kind of fresh too. There's actually just a lot of, uh, I guess, Chinese developed games coming out nowadays. I don't know what happened to get this uh, sudden surge of like, I guess, triple A titles trying to definitely a push. I know there was always a, a deal with them trying to do like MMOs and things of that nature. And a lot of like knockoff games, weirdly enough. Um, I don't know if anybody's seen the fake version of Overwatch that exists. That one's weird. Um, but this is cool looking, and I kind of can't wait to check it out. Reminds me straight up of an old Kung Fu movie. Uh, and they're doing cool things with it. Well, yeah, definitely cool things. As I'm watching the trailer right now, we got a lot of dashing and zipping about with some air powers, and I'm kind of down for it. Ooh. It's a quick, uh, if you get a chance, it's like a quick, uh, 2 minute 30 trailer? Yeah, 2.38. So, get nothing but cool combat going. And you know how I feels about the cool combat. It's just kind of sick looking. Can't truly get away from it. But next up, we got Avatar Reckoning. So that's the Avatar, the blue people, that one. Yeah, just getting the game. I think we talked about this a while ago. It got announced, but we don't know exact, you know, how it plays. Now we kind of do with um, this one minute and 18 trailer. I'm just gonna quickly scroll over it again. I went through it before, considering that I had to do it for the docket. Um, for those of you that have played the original Avatar game, I never got the opportunity, but I remember hearing that it was actually way better than it should have been. And I played like, I think the demo once and was like, this actually doesn't feel bad. Uh, this looks interesting. Graphically though, it's a little weird. I don't know why it looks like a PS4 game, which feels like it shouldn't be a diss, honestly, because it might be a PS4 game, actually. Like, and PS4 games don't look that bad, but I don't know, it just looks the last gen in nature. And maybe it looks more like a PS3 game, but I don't think that that's fair to, I mean, I guess technically the first Last of Us is a PS3 game, so. That's, that's not too far off. I guess it looks more like a PS3 game. Very colorful, though. And, I mean, it's the world of Avatar. If you enjoyed James Cameron's vision of Pandora and you wanted to spend more time in it, because, let's be real, we haven't gotten to spend much time in it at all. Besides, like, well, a three-hour movie and the one video game that existed. You might like it. We got a little bit of gameplay footage from it. It's not really anything uh, super substantial. You know what I mean? Where we get like a HUD or something, you get to see anything. It's more like cinematic shots of gameplay, like how Destiny likes to do. <laughs> um, but either way, it's kind of cool, kind of ill. We also got a movie called The Invitation, which I'm going to go and hit up this uh, description for as we speak. Hopefully the trailer doesn't decide to blow my eardrums out. Uh, as I pull it up, which it's trying to, it is trying. It's not for a lack of trying at all. Okay, so this one says, after the death of her mother, having none other, uh, none other relatives, uh, Evie uh, takes a DNA test. So, all right, cool, sounds great. Uh, discovers that her long lost cousin she never knew she had 
and is invited by a newfound family to lavish in uh, to a lavish wedding in England. Yeah, you know what? Sounds good. Get to go to England, enjoy yourself. Um, she uh, she at first is seduced by a sexy aristocrat host, but soon uh, thrust into a nightmare of survival and uncovers the twisted secrets of her family's history. Yeah, there's nothing really great about finding out about dark secrets in your past. That's never, never sick. One of those things where it's just like, yeah, I know my family's great. And it's like, oh, we were like murderers though in the past. Damn, I come from like blood money. That's wild. Ugh. <laughs> uh, that doesn't seem to be what's happening here. It's definitely more of an unsettling situation, which, uh, wow, it says, um, unsettling intentions behind their sinful generosity wow um this is a horror thriller done by uh, jessica m thomas so i mean guys go check that one out if you got a chance if anything i sound said sounded interesting to you uh, maybe go take a look sees maybe go take a look sees i think it's pretty cool but once again the movie's called the invitation all right so this is a cool one um this is uh, Lorelei and Laser Eyes. I actually remember seeing this trailer a lot earlier. I love the art style. The black and white on it is really cool. Like it's, I mean, I just kind of enjoy it. Heavy dark shadows. The trailer is a little weird, right? Got a lot of repeat shots with things, uh, but I kind of like the idea. At the very least, a Resident Evil style puzzle game sounds fun to me. You know, and a little bit of color splash that's happening here and there with like the laser eyes itself. Not to mention the fact that it kind of does its best sometimes to just sometimes look like a PlayStation 1 game and sometimes look even better than that. Which, I mean, you, you do that to me, you show me something like that, and you have my attention. I'm super down. As we know, I love my PlayStation 1 aesthetics for some reason. You just be like that. It's nostalgia, I guess, but you know. Another thing is we got uh, Blanc. Now, Blanc is an interesting one. I love its art style. Once again, you have a nice black and white aesthetic, but with a more sketchy feel to it. The entire game almost looks like it's being drawn actually on like a blank, blank sheet of, uh, I guess, paper? No, not really. I wouldn't even say paper. Paper's too, uh, I guess, it's not the exact feel. It's black and white as if it's on a computer, but it seems hand-drawn more than anything else. I know it's 3D models though, which is what kind of intrigues me about it more because it is 3D models that just look hand-drawn. <laughs> um, but this one is about a deer, a tiny little uh, faunus and a wolf cub who are both attempting to survive a harsh winter with the help of each other. Interesting enough. What an odd pair that is. Um, I can only guess that this is going to be sad. This is going to hurt some feelings because, you know, it's a it's a wolf in a fawn. This there's there's no way this this doesn't like even if they work together and like a million dollar prediction. I'm gonna say that the wolf is probably gonna have to eat the 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 faunus. Right? It's it's probably what's gonna happen there. If not, the wolf will die by refusing to eat his friend. Either way, I'm making that prediction just blatantly off this trailer alone and basically for those that don't know what the game is it is a uh, it's an adventure game with these two co-op adventure game which you can play uh play one of these two characters that 
honestly, it just looks like it's gonna hurt. It's just, it's one of those things. It just looks like they made it to hurt feelings. <laughs> so, all I'm gonna say is prepare to get your feelings hurt because this, uh, they designed it too well, honestly. Um, another one we have up here is I was a teenage exocolonist, which I'll admit, I do not know what this game is. <laughs> so because of this, uh, we're going to look at this. So it says I was a teenage exocolonist. Uh, it's coming to PS5 and PS4 on August 25th. So very soon, right around the corner, 2022. Um, growing up alongside humanity's first space colony, as you and your family uh, navigate the world of wonder and danger, explore the consequences of a beautiful, uh, not beautiful, explore the consequences of, consequences and the beauty, my bad, sorry everybody, and the beauty of growing up. Uh, okay, so, and now I'm getting the proper gameplay for it. Adventure game. Is this dating? Do we have dating in this? It looks like there's dating. Or at least social links. Social links looks like it's a thing. You're forgetting knowledge? Okay, this could be kind of interesting. It's definitely... Art-wise, it's a little interesting. It's not exactly my cup of tea. The portrait art isn't my cup of tea. Is the best way to describe it. It looks very... Um, I want to say like a fan fiction kind of art thing you kind of got going on, but I mean at the same time they have some really cool character designs that are very detailed too. Uh, that old lady looked actually really nice. I liked how that looked. Yeah, no context, but there was an old lady that showed up that I'm like, yo, she's kind of cool looking. I like how she looks. I like the cut of her jib. But basically it's going to be not exactly a sim, but like a adventure style life game, right? slice of life it's a slice of life video game you know what i like that that's exactly what it is because it's not a um uh it's not exactly visual novelly right but it's definitely they definitely have more stuff going on in it but it seems like a slice of life video game which i mean if that sounds interesting to you go check out i was a teenage exocologist <laughs> which i mean good job you guys you guys made something unique that's not completely you know not it's it's fun looking right it looks like it's for someone it's not inherently for me but then again i do kind of like visual novels sometimes so maybe i might check it out if i'm feeling a little uh, a little bored one day also coming back because i never thought i'd see this again it's wild um so pac-man world repacked is a thing um, they decided to just remake this classic uh, that I'm confident hasn't existed in over a decade. This, this game has to be like 10 years old, right? At least more than 10 years old. Yeah, it's totally more than 10 years old, dude. It's like 20. It's it's close to 20. It's not there yet. Um, this came out in 19... <laughs> no, it's totally 20. What am I talking about? Um, it came out in 1999 like on the dot it is 21 years old well 22 23 years old actually 23 years old oh that's weird that's weird that this game is that old um but yeah they are remaking for anybody that doesn't know it's not an open world but like a 3d pac-man adventure game that just exists it's a platform and everything it's 
weird. <laughs> it's the best way to describe it. It's it's cool. Like it actually is really fun. But yeah, I can't say I was expecting this. <laughs> uh, but everybody, go look at that one if you were interested in what some Pac-Man games used to be. Or really, I guess it doesn't really matter. Uh, if you were just interested in playing a game that like you've never seen before, chances are, I mean, if you have, you have. Uh, go for it. It's definitely a new way to play Pac-Man games. Now, here comes an interesting one. In this, we have um, Harvestella, which, okay, admittedly, this game looks cool. It looks like a Harvest Moon game kind of clashed with Final Fantasy a little bit, and that seems kind of fun. A bit of, maybe not Final Fantasy, I'm thinking maybe more Tales, like a Tales of game, it kind of looks like to me. Uh, but it involves Stardew Valley S stuff. Uh, is anyone else kind of thrown off by how many like harvesting games there are? Like, it's it's getting a little oversaturated, right? Like, it's gotta. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with playing these kind of games, right? but it's just there's a lot. It feels like there's a lot of these <laughs> that comes up. Now, this one is kind of interesting because I mean, it's genuinely trying to tell like a like a Final Fantasy style or a Tales of style story. RPGs story while doing this as well on the side or I mean I guess mainly it's one of the main features it's called Harvestella that being said it's got some cool things going on um I would definitely go check it out it's got some cool combat at the very least which is something that most games of that nature doesn't have the idea granted I'll say this I have always been a fan of taking weird genres and meshing them together and trying to get them to work and just seeing how that plays out so in this case this is definitely something that are like two weird kind of genres being meshed together in a way that people didn't expect and i'd probably say give it a shot the only reason i don't really want to is i'm not a huge fan of harvest games like harvest and like survival games kind of you know they they kind of dwell on you so things like a bit like minecraft things like forest things like um the is it called the green something like that green something of that nature um those games start to uh, win on me really quickly and unfortunately they have like a compounding effect so like the tiresome and boredom of one game kind of transfers to the next one in that genre for me so Valheim is very similar, but Valheim is amazing either way, but still those kind of games kind of kind of wane You know at least for me uh, If you really enjoy this and you like Final Fantasy tales of uh, RPG action RPG games This might be a gift for you from heaven like low-key cuz like it's kind of the best of both worlds from what I can tell but that is enough of that i would like to move on to the thing that is also near and dear to my heart so many of you may know and many of you might not know it's also very unclear out there but i am a huge fan of mega man and apparently they are releasing uh, another collection they're releasing the battle network legacy collection um believe from this trailer they're going to be a part one and two because if i'm not mistaken there's a lot of battle network games um those games are awesome. I love those RPGs. They're just fun, like, tactical card games that you move around on a grid while doing using the chips. It's really cool. I have talked about another game on here, I'm pretty sure, uh, called One Step from Eden. 
this is what that game was originally based off of if you played one step for eden and uh liked it these are the predecessors to that <laughs> and i really enjoy those games um both of them so by all means go check them out if you can the battle network series was just a fun inter interesting way of doing Mega Man. the idea of like at the time it's just like you had the net world and like the internet was like a huge thing for it it's like you have the net world and you have net navvies and the normal people in the real world and you know the two worlds kind of conflicted with each other in some ways they exist like harmonically <laughs> and so when something's wrong in one world you could usually fix it by going to the other one it's just it's cool to me but by all means go check out the battle network legacy collection also because we're on the topic of rpgs so we'll probably just announce this persona decided to drop uh all the favorites so persona 5 royale right persona 4 golden golden and persona portable persona 3 portable all getting dropped on uh i think it's switch we're coming to switch all right switch and anything else I'm trying to see I think it's switching the Xbox Game Pass. They got announced for. Yeah, here we go. Here's the list. Um, all of these are coming to. Okay, R is coming to. Well, I gotta make this big. A lot of stuff coming to a lot of places. YouTube, please. Your UI is trash. I need you to stop being in the way of the video. It's the one thing you shouldn't block. Um. All right. So, for Persona fans, let's go down this list because things are coming to different places. Persona 5 Royale is coming to Xbox Game Pass, Xbox Series X, uh, pretty much Xbox, right? Windows, PlayStation 5, which I, that's kind of cool. We're getting a Steam version of it, and uh, Nintendo Switch. I don't know what they're going to do for the PS5 version of it. That's going to be kind of interesting. Then next, I wonder if we get to shoot guns and you feel it. That'll be fun. Next up, though, for Persona 4 Golden, that is coming to the Game Pass, so pretty much Xbox all around. Windows again, PS4, and Nintendo Switch. Weirdly enough, we are not getting a PS5 version of Persona 4 Golden, which it's fine. You can still play it on there, so it makes all, all the sense in the world. So it's whatever. Um, now, Persona 4 Golden is already on Steam, so obviously it's not coming to Steam. Its list is a little bit shorter. Now, Persona 3 Portable is coming to the Xbox Game Pass, obviously, so Xbox in general. Windows, PS4, Steam, and Nintendo Switch. So, they're dropping a lot of these. Big announcement for Persona fans if you wanted to play, I mean, obviously the best games in the series, and Persona 2 and Persona 1 are older games that I, if I'm not mistaken, just aren't as beloved. They're important, but just not as, uh, they're brutal from what I understand. Like, legitimately just hard games for the sake of uh, being hard there's just some quality of life stuff that are also missing so they're rough to go back to because I mean I think a remake for those two games would be really cool to see I don't know if anybody agrees with me out there if you're a Persona fan would you actually like a proper remake probably made in the style of like Persona 5 or 4 just making those games again I mean I think it'd be cool get to see it in 3d everything gets to move over it'd be nice so we have this 
Um, all right, this is a controversial game that we have on our list here. We have uh, Return to Monkey Island. Now, initially, I'm not gonna lie, after seeing this trailer, I was excited that Monkey Island was coming back. Not a big fan of the art style. Genuinely not a big fan of the art style. Unfortunately, a lot of, it's weird. I'm not a fan of the art style, not because the art style is bad. The art style is fine. It's just for the Monkey Island series, it's weird for Monkey Island because they've had a different kind of art style the whole time. And so for this game, it's like, this one looks like how we wanted to, which I guess is fair. The creators wanted to make it like this, that's fair. That's who am I to disagree with their vision. That's how they always saw it. That's how it is. But it's a little weird. It's not off-putting, just a little strange to see it in this light. Technically, characters have been completely redesigned to match this art style, and personally, you couldn't tell who people are. <laughs> I couldn't tell who the main character was until I realized, I'm like, oh crap, that's him. That's a design. <laughs> that being said, um, I'm roasting on Monkey Island, obviously, a little bit, but I do think it's great that it's back, and obviously, a lot of people have been roasting on it way too much. They actually just scared off one of the directors, I believe, of the game, who was really excited to share it, and now is no longer wanting to share anything about the game. He was like, if it comes out, it comes out, I'm done, right? He's happy, obviously, that it's the way it is, which is fair. If you make a project and you love your little baby for it, it's great, right? Like, it's, like I said, the art's not bad. It's just really weird considering what it is. Um, but for those that don't know, it'd be fine. Um, that being said, people being a little, a little uppity about it, I guess, is the best thing to say. So, I guess if you're out there and you're talking a little too much junk, maybe chill out on them. They're doing their best over there. They're making a fun game. It's being made. It was better than nothing happening, honestly. Considering that it's, a, it's an adventure game, they... Unless they're just doing a bad job writing it, which I believe some of the same people are still on it. Unless they're doing a bad job writing it, I don't think it's going to be bad. It's just going to look a little strange in comparison to the other ones. That's about it. So, I mean, it'd be like that, I guess. Um, next up, we have a really fun one. This one's a weird one. Um, RPG Time Legend of Rights. So, this is a game in which you are playing an RPG through the lens of a person's drawing book who is designing a game, uh, a child's drawing book who is designing a game, which honestly, probably one of the most unique ways to view a game being played. <laughs> so as a person that did this when I was younger, um, it's weird to see it come full circle. And I kind of want to check it out only because of the fact that it's like, wow, that's kind of it's like targeting me um i've always liked things that have like a sketched out art style the idea of like the world is just a drawing is kind of cool to me but like the idea that it's told in such a specific way is kind of like one of those things that i'm like wow that's like that's that's a deep cut <laughs> that's deep cut for no reason but if you're like me or you've used to draw in your notebooks and things of that nature uh check this out please i mean I feel like it deserves your attention at the very least because it's stabbing us in the chest in the nostalgia in a way that I don't think a lot of us was prepared for. But uh, 
moving forward, let's see what else we got on this list. Honestly, I'm going to skip these two because I don't know enough. But we do have Hocus Pocus 2. Just want to point that out there. We're going to slide through real quick. We have a teaser trailer for Hocus Pocus 2. And I don't know if there's much to talk about for it. Besides the fact that it's a trailer for Hocus Pocus 2. I've said that like three to four times now. But you know, just for just for those that might just want a little bit of context. So yeah, um basically it's been 29 years since uh since someone lit the black flame candle and resurrected the 17th century sisters and they look for revenge. Which makes sense, you know. Looking for revenge. Okay, so now that uh, it's up to three high school students uh, to stop the trio of witches from wreaking a new kind of havoc on Salem before uh, all of Halloween Eve. Which, I mean, that's fair. If I was sealed away for like 29 years, I wouldn't be too happy. But then again, they're 17th century witches, so like. They've been sealed away for a lot more than just 29 years, but... I mean, at this point, you'd think someone would just throw away the black flame candle. <laughs> you know, just make sure that they can't do anything with it. But, you know, it's whatever. It'll be fun. It'll be enjoyable. I mean, like I said, it's Hocus Pocus. Enjoy those movies. Why would you not enjoy this one? Just the idea that it exists again is kind of like, oh, alright, bet, bet. Alright. So, speaking of another thing that I actually really enjoyed, um, Harley Quinn Season 3 has a teaser trailer. And I slightly threw a little, little, little spoil on some things, but I kind of knew what was going to happen. Um, I'm behind on Harley Quinn, honestly. I think I'm still on Season 2. I need to finish that. But based on this trailer, uh, things are looking out for uh, Ivy and Harley. They're going on a big, massive trip to celebrate, I guess, their relationship, which is kind of fun, right? Like, that's fun road trips with Harvey and, uh, Harley and Ivy. Sounds great. Um, if you haven't actually seen the new Harley Quinn show, one, it's not for the faint of heart, but it is really funny. <laughs> they do a great job with dark humor, and though I'm not the best person for dark humor, I did enjoy this one. Um, even when the jokes get a little rough for me. It still manages to be funny because not every joke is the darkest thing on the book. Harley Quinn's a lovable character, just as fun, breaks the fourth wall. The show's fun. Um, the characterizations of people are wildly off kilter, but like not that far removed. They're all characterizations of themselves, uh, bastardizations, quote unquote. Um, it's fun, right? Like, that's the best way to describe it. Uh, I think the probably the worst, the person that probably gets the worst Jim Gordon out of everyone, and uh, it's still funny. I actually quite enjoy his uh, his banter with the rest of the crew, and it's just nice to see everyone back. Uh, nice to see Clayface, my bad, Clayface, and uh, King Shark. I'm pretty sure I was spoiled on something, not in this trailer, don't worry, but like on something to do with. Um, uh, the professor with the big head. I literally can't remember his name right now. Um, which, I mean, I guess 
if it's gotta be that way, it's gotta be that way. But by all means, Harley Quinn season three coming out. Glad that this is continuing. They should continue doing this with this show. Um, I think the Deathstroke one is supposed to be coming soon too, and I'm kind of looking forward to that. I hope it's not comical though. I want it to be still good, right? Like still really cool. Because Deathstroke is a cool character. Harley Quinn is a cool character too, but Harley Quinn does a really good job at bringing out humor, like as a character. Like she has her deep moments and those are really fun. I actually really like when uh, her stories get like deep as opposed to, and like start doing like self-evaluation stuff. Those are fun. But when she's just, you know, maybe talking to a squirrel a little bit too much, you know, it's fun. It's funny. Technically, she's kind of DC's Deadpool, but like I find her to be a little bit more entertaining than Deadpool, just because of the fact that it's not her only stick. Uh, though to be fair, one of my friends would kill me if uh, he, I said that Deadpool's only stick is that he like breaks the fourth wall and it's comical. That's not true. Everyone knows the best way to write Deadpool is as a sad clown. <laughs> so, uh, what else do we got? We have. Uh, Reef Stalker. If I'm not mistaken, this is basically a Jaws movie? Yeah, it's basically Jaws. <laughs> this looks like, uh, look, man, it's real simple. If you liked Jaws, Reef Stalked is gonna, which is the actual proper name. Because, uh, for some reason, I tried to read it off the thumbnail, and the thumbnail doesn't read right. <laughs> uh, The Reef Stalked. Is this a sequel? When you have like a, a title with that, I'm, I'm really curious if this is a sequel. Let's see. Never to heal. Uh, uh sister in a horrific murder. Um, there you go. Kayaking and detailed new actors only hours into expedition. Stalked and attacked by a great white shark to survive. And we need band together. Make will have to overcome post-traumatic stress and face it doesn't look like it is but the reef stalked seems to be uh you know, it's a fun 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 shark movie fun fun shark movie if you like shark movie you like movie you like reef shark movie equals reef done okay what is this one no place for bravery i think i remember this this was actually kind of cool yeah really cool pixel art style combat uh game top down isometric where you're doing combat with things in a really distinct colorful and interesting looking place um very bloody though also kind of wild it looks cool coming out this september of all things um, I definitely go give it a look. I like how the camera zooms in when you get into combat. Ooh, yeah, it's very visceral too. So, I mean, guys, go check this one out. Damn, that guy just exploded. Ooh. But, either way, it's cool. Go look at it. Go have some fun. Uh, I think next up, I didn't actually get a chance to look at this one. We have One Piece Odyssey. So, One Piece obviously being the massive, colossal... I don't want to say conglomerate, it's not conglomerate, but like, colossal of a story, it is. Um, it's doing its thing with another video game that we talked about. Original story, written by Oda. Now, what I need to figure out, which I think we pieced together last time, is that it's a, it's an RPG. It is like a turn-based RPG. 
but that's just us trying to piece together from the last one. This is the official gameplay trailer, and I'm trying to scroll through till we get to some combat. Okay, we got we got the bit of an open world gameplay going on. You get to play as all of them. I see Zoro confirmed, Usopp confirmed. You can play as Usopp. Let's go. You running? It actually looks like a Tales of game very much. Oh, we got platforming. Luffy out here doing things. Got some platforming. I don't know how much platforming this is gonna be. Definitely got some stretching and pulling. There we go. This is what I needed. I needed combat. And it looks like, uh, oh, this looks nice. Uh, the UI for this actually looks very nice. But yes, definitely a classic RPG style. Turn-based, uh, party-based kind of thing going on. It says unique, or uh, I'm trying to see what it is. I have to read this up on this later. But I like it. Pretty much as far as I'm concerned, RPG with straw hats is kind of made for each other. Like, action games work for this, but considering it's a big pirate crew going on adventures and fighting people all the time, usually as a party or as a team, with uh, a few occasions, actually a decent amount of occasions, but not like that much, with them breaking up into smaller groups or one on v one fights. Kinda works, kinda works. Seeing the group just work together as a team just is a, is a thing that don't get denied. It's fun, right? It's fun. Now, moving forward. So, this is a thing. Sony's Madam Web film is apparently, oh, that's some more thunder. It's apparently a lie, according to uh, some things. They're, they're trying to do a live-action Spider-Verse film, essentially. And if that's the case, I think that could be really cool. It makes me want to change my mind on doing a Madam Web movie, but I'm afraid only because of the fact that Sony has a tendency to just try to milk whatever has Spider-Man's name on it or associated with it. It's really weird, right? Like, and I'd prefer to just, you know, just not? Sony can just not touch things. They did a good job with Venom, right? The first one just happened to be good enough. The second movie is fine. It's a little weird. Morbius is the mid, the movie of the year. Yeah, the movie. It's it's Morbius. It's the movie. Um, and I know they're trying to do this Craven the Hunter thing. They should stop. <laughs> they should stop. I'm pretty sure it's almost done though, but. Uh. But, you know, I'm down for uh, a little bit of a live action. I'm not, actually. We just got a good live action Spider-Verse movie, but, you know, they're gonna do what they want. Which is weird, because Spider-Man's like one of my favorite characters, so you'd think I'd be excited for this, but this is just not enough for me to even want to. I'd You'd have to confirm some pretty heavy hitters are working on this, and that this is gonna be good for me to be like, yeah, I'm down. But next up, yo, so who likes The Sims 4? So they got a new DLC. It's the high school years DLC to play as a high school student. Who wants to relive high school? I I don't. I don't I don't want to relive high school. High school high school was a bad time. <laughs> well, it wasn't a awful time. Actually, there's a lot of pieces and stuff like that that I enjoyed. In fact, a lot of the crew members I know from high school, but I don't know if I can hit the restart button on a lot of things. I don't know if I want to. I definitely there's some things that would change, but you know, it's a little strange. But that being said, I think it's a fun addition to The Sims. 
get to play through your higher school years, which is something that's just not really explored all that much. Um, though I kind of feel like Sims t does this thing where they release a game and then release the same packs <laughs> for each, um, for every iteration. So, like, I'm pretty sure they did the vampire one already, which is fun because I'm pretty sure Vampires was in Sim 3. But either way, it kind of works itself out because, it, I mean, Sims 4 is really cool. It's really detailed. It's gonna be around for a bit till they make a Sims 5, right? So, who knows? Oh, yeah, speaking of the Craven movie, yeah, that's on this. This is, this is here. Apparently, the uh, film plot has leaked along with the characters. I will not go into this one until we get a little bit more confirmation on some things, right? And I don't want to spread rumors about a movie that's kind of disgusting, right? It's kind of nasty. We, we will, I will talk about this for a fact at some point. It's just right now, while it's still hot, we're gonna just leave it be. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Also, uh, better news. Um, Strangers of Paradise. Uh, we all know the the new uh, Final Fantasy game where you get to basically play Neo, but it's Final Fantasy. It's getting a DLC. It's called The Dragon King. It's kind of sick. It's kind. It's actually called The Trials of the Dragon King, which is an even cooler sounding name. But it's kind of sick. I don't even think there's much to talk about about it. It's just, hey, yo, did you play that game? That game's dope. Do you want to play more? There's more game. Bet. Now, here's something that's actually really interesting. Yo, for you moviegoers, oh, people that like the DC universe, they're doing a cool thing, and it's called uh, Batman and Superman Battle of the Super Sons. What that means is we're getting a Super Sons movie, man. It's a Super Sons movie. You know how cool that is? I actually really think that this was one of the coolest things DC did recently, was just team up Damian Wayne and Jonathan Kent before they aged him up for some reason. I don't know why. It's so stupid. Um, but they did that. Um, but Super Sons involves them being younger and when they first meet, and it's something that they probably should have kept around for a lot longer than they did, because it's a really cool idea. <laughs> um, but now we get a movie, it's actually done in a very different animated style. I guess too many people complained about how all the DC movies look the same, or DC animated movies look the same. They're good, they've always been good, but they always look the same. Um, this one is a 3D animated one with um, some exaggerated styles to it. I, I'm not sure how I feel about Damien's hair. I'm just gonna point that out. I'm genuinely not sure. Cause there are times where I look at it and I'm like, yeah, it's fine, it's whatever, it's stylized, it works. And then there are other times where I'm like, no, it's a little weird. And like, as I'm looking at it, cause I think the number one thing that I think sticks out to me is the fact that like, Jonathan looks comparably more normal. <laughs> like for some reason, it's, it's just kind of strange to me that like, he has this weird almost anime hairstyle. And then you look at John who's sitting right next to him and he's just, he looks like, he looks like a boy version of Clark. <laughs> it's boy Clark. But either way, movie looks fun. Looks actually really fun. The main villain seems to be Starro. And we got the them going against... I mean, they are not keeping this close to the chest as far as this goes. This is obviously a world-ending threat happening. 
involved in the Justice League and a lot of other characters that exist in this universe. And the Super Sons at the core center of making sure that everything goes right. And if that's the case, I mean, I'm down. Super Sons is kind of sick. <laughs> Especially if you haven't gotten a chance, go read the Super Sons comics just because they're cool. Like this movie obviously is its own story. So you can watch it, enjoy it, then go check out the comics, or you can read the comics and watch the movie. It works itself out either way. Um, we also have another thing that's up here, which you know you're taking too long when you gotta put out a trailer that's known as the still working on it trailer. So this trailer is for Skate because that got announced and we haven't seen anything of it. And the fact that they're just like, hey, yo, we're, we're, we're still making Skate, don't worry. I'm just like, damn, bro. like. It's, it's been that long. <laughs> it's kind of makes you chuckle a little bit. But basically, all it is is comp. It's a minute, 20 second long trailer, mini 25. It's just basically giving confirmation that they are still, in fact, working on the new skate game. So be prepared for more skate. I honestly forgot that this was coming back out again. And that's just because it's been so long. And I pay attention to this kind of stuff. But. For those that don't know and love skate yeah it's coming back i don't know when They've, they're doing a little weird thing about the whole yeah we're still working on it it's coming it's coming uh, let me look at the end of the trailer just to be sure just says come roll with us you can sign up to play so at least maybe you can actually do the sign up beta for it that might be fun in the meantime you could probably play skateboard or something that's a fun one um there is Phobian Saints, uh, I actually don't know how to pronounce this one, uh, but it's a horror game involving a hotel. It's, a, it's, it's also Phobia spelled differently, so it's F-O-B-I-A, right? I think it's Saint Defina? Names are weird. Saint, it's, it's, I think it's Saint Defina Hotel, but either way. Go check it out. That one's a horror, cool horror game that involves, you know, surviving and not dying to horrible monster creatures that want to kill you. Oh man, this this looks this looks kind of kind of spooky. I'm not trying to not gonna lie. I don't want to mess with any other stuff that's in this, but it's available now. So at the very least, you can just go play it right now. What else we got? What else we got? What else we got? Ah. Uh... The Hourglass. Oh yeah, Hourglass is a puzzle game. Check it out. It's a first person puzzle game in which you move around and do, do block puzzles and things of that nature. Not even just that, the main deal is that you can uh, do time. Right? It's a time puzzle thing. Like, you know the deal. It's a, it's a puzzle game, but it's called Hourglass, so you get to rewind, do echoes, but it's completely like first person 3D. So if you play like The Witness, but like have time powers, check that. Right? It's kind of a deal going on here. Which, I mean, it's, it's fun. Time, pu time puzzles are always kind of fun. It's one of those things that are just, I like thinking outside the box with that kind of stuff. And this just seems like, well, it doesn't seem like it is a game that involves completely thinking outside of the box using things of that nature. So you do things, create time echoes, those time echoes then go do things after you rewind time. And as long as everything's working out properly, uh, you know, everything's gonna be set. You can kind of just work around and do puzzles like that. Seems fun, seems fun anything else we got the chant official story trailer which will be in the description we also have um the forsaken hunter which is also for sea of thieves 
just to let it be known. Um, I want to be more interested in the chant, I'm not even gonna lie. I really do. It's it's nothing about it either. I, I can't, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm it's at that point where I'm kind of just ready to play it. You know, like we've had, I think we've had this thing on a couple different ones. It's coming out fall 2022. Oh, this is a funny one. So, yo, so the CW is being sold off for like zero dollars. They're literally giving it away for free. That's messed up, man. <laughs> They're just giving away the CW. <laughs> oh man, how do you, oh, that's so rough. <laughs> How do you just get given away for free? How are you a whole studio? Like it's given away for free. Free 99. You didn't even try to make it seem like you were worth something. Damn. That's just unfortunate. <laughs> ah, bro. Also kind of want to see this because apparently we have a moon gold there coming out, which I'm looking forward to actually. It looks like it's probably, genuinely, it kind of looks like it's by the same people that the Teen Titans go, low key. It looks cool though. I actually really like the colors. Pops very well. Hold up. I saw Lawrence Fishburg in this. And that throws me off. Not because I just didn't expect him to be here. <laughs> but yeah, by all means, okay, first off, for those that don't know, this is a show coming. It's Marvel's uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. It's an animated series. For those that do not know who Moon Girl is, Moon Girl is the smartest person in the Marvel Universe, straight up confirmed uh, without question. And Devil Dinosaur is her big red dinosaur that protects her. So, I mean, you got kind of like a cool little buddy cop thing going, her genius with his giant brawn because he's a dinosaur. And um, they're a relatively new character to Marvel. Um, that being said, it's fun to kind of see them do stuff. So she kind of showed up, but not everyone has like enjoyed the idea of how she shifted the landscape on its own, but I do think it's cool that um, she kind of showed up and was kind of almost immediately stated as the smartest one. They did like a test and found out that there was one other person that was scoring higher than like Reed Richards on them, and it was her. And she's like, like 12. She's like a 12 year old girl. So the idea was that like, I think she actually if I'm not mistaken, she scored technically like lower than Reed Richards, but it's because she's at such a young age. While well, having this is that she has like far more potential, if I'm not mistaken. Like she, she can go, she's way smarter in comparison, which is kind of kind of interesting to me, honestly. Kind of can't wait to check it out. It's a it's a dope one. I mean, the cool characters that genuinely probably just deserve more spotlight. I just you know I have fun I have fun with them right it's cool to see them in stories and the idea that they're even getting in their own show is kind of just it's interesting right i think that they should do more animated stuff like this for lesser known characters to try to introduce them a little bit more not so much like putting them on like the weird little teams that they do sometimes but like genuinely giving them opportunities to shine you know what i mean ironheart kind of deserves to be in like her own show Moon Girl, like we just said, deserves her own show, even if it's animated. Um, Kamala Khan finally got her own show as far as a Marvel like series goes. But I feel like, I mean, she's been in some animated things, but she probably, like, the champions as a team should have had their own show now. 
<laughs> just in general. <laughs> like you, you should have did something with him, man. That's you got all the newbies in there straight up. Like you got my boy Miles. You got freaking uh, Nova Alexander. Uh, not Alexander Nova. That's someone completely different. <laughs> Sam Alexander Nova. <laughs> you know, Miss Marvel. Those are the main three. They made the team. We got people like Viv. Some of you probably don't even know, but Vision had a daughter. Her name is Viv. <laughs> Just cool things like that. Characters like that that exist. Amadeus Cho the Hulk is on there too, which is kind of fun. It's a young version of the Hulk that's actually like interesting. Because, I'm sorry, every other version that they've done with that trying to do that character is lame to me. Like, Hulkling is lame to me. Like, in a couple other... Scar is like cool, but Scar is cool in like his own kind of canon thing. You know what I mean? Like, as long as he's not interacting with anybody else, Scar is, like, really cool. With the exception of, like, the Hulk. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's just some cool characters that they have on there that are just kind of not really talked about as much. I think they introduced, like, some chick with a sand power. I have to go back and look. She was, like, a mutant with sand powers. She was cool. I can't wait to go back to her. I gotta look at her. But that's me going on a little bit of time around for the side. Let's move on. Apparently, we got some more confirmation on the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer. Apparently that might be happening soon. We might be getting to see some stuff. I've been hearing a lot of things about how it's gonna be really like celebrating the idea of like Chadwick Boseman and all of that mess. And that's, that's cool actually. I think it's really cool that this movie is getting a chance to kind of finally we're starting to see that progress because it's had a rough patch for a long time now, especially after the passing of Chadwick Boseman. And then, Shortly after that, there was COVID. It's just, it just kept spiraling after a certain point and honestly just deserves better. Um, what else we got? You know what? We'll do the shout outs. We've got to keep an eye on. So, yo, we have, uh, Edwin Hange. Uh, I'm sorry if I messed up your name, but you can go to at Iron Pinky and uh, check out his or her yeah his twitter yeah his twitter for sure um look at some of the art that they got going on there man there's some sick stuff if you like cool uh art pieces of just interesting cool characters and concept art go, go look go take a look go look go look do this this stuff is actually really cool and they also like talk about how they have like concept artists and an illustrator on here maybe you can uh maybe you get some commissions let's see like it does some cool stuff it's genuinely some interesting cool things on here talk to the right people get some things going right you know i feel it I feel it it's just someone that wants to kind of get some of that stuff going too let's go but by all means go go support some indie stuff right we like indie things next up we have uh jack spelled j-a-k simple enough right jack's working on a cool little video game there's working on some really cool looking video games actually um this i'm trying to figure out how to describe this i guess it reminds me of sonic 3d blast but it's like i don't know how to mm, this one's tough to describe actually whole deal is you are supposed to is this snake can you run on the same ones that you've done i'm really trying to figure this out well that's an enemy from what it looks like you are meant to fill in as many blocks as possible on a 3d uh geometrical oh it's a little bit like snake so you don't want to overfill blocks it looks like no no, no you can walk on your blocks cool um 
as you go about pretty much painting it's a little bit like Splatoon, but not exactly painting the entire floor the color of uh your character essentially cool little puzzle action platform well, i wouldn't say platforming it's not very platformy either way cool dimensional view of stuff running around painting stuff as much as possible while trying to avoid enemies and do cool things at the same time it looks honestly it just looks fun it's just a it's it's really difficult and i to describe i'm having a hard time describing the exact kind of game going for it on this one but the best thing i could possibly do is just say hey yo go look at his stuff if you go to jack's uh twitter which is going to be in the description below you'll see what i'm talking about this is a cool one and i, I kind of want to play it whenever i can get the chance honestly because it just looks like it's fun like and what what do we like here guys let's have a whole little, little tutorial test real quick what do we like here we like fun fun and interesting games if you're doing cool things if you're doing things that, like this i'm up down like 100 percent just to see it got a weird looking rayman bunny thing as our protagonist too do we actually have a name we have no name for the for our poor poor creature as far as i'm concerned unless it's right here vanellope and our Vividity? Vividity? Vivid. Yeah, That's a weird one. That's a. It's it's a fun name. It's weird, but it's a fun one. I like it. That being said, go check it out. It's by it's Jack or at Jack Love. So go look at their stuff. But uh, if I'm not mistaken. Without further ado, we're going to end this podcast. So, you guys have a good one. This brings you to another end of Tactical Episodes. Let's do the little rundown like we always do, of course, because we have to when I've been speaking for like uh, almost an hour straight. So, it's time for us to get moving out of here because it's a mini sold. Uh, basically, here's the deal we appreciate you, we love you, enjoy all of you that are around and enjoy us. And- watching our content but let's also say this we um we have questions if you have questions for us you can hit us up at paperplayaction at gmail.com we'll answer that on there if we see it we'll respond to it as soon as possible that's usually the deal that's what we try to do it's dealio next up on that one you can also go and get updates and things like that from our twitter our nice twitter paper underscore action you can also follow us on instagram not much there though it's not more on twitter but you can follow us there too we'll do little updates and things of that nature there as well but on top of that you can also go support the show on our patreon and do that thing but you don't have to it's cool it just shows you appreciate us and you know we appreciate anything you guys do for us so it's whatever but besides that thing that truly matters is spreading the love show the show throw it to people spread that action things of that nature you know the deal so without further ado we're going to end this show because we're done now we're done you guys have a good one good night